Welcome to the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. If you're a brand manager or a marketer, entrepreneur, or you're just interested in everything digital, listen up, because this podcast is for you. We're Impressive, a digital marketing agency in Melbourne. We've put together this podcast to cover some of the most current topics in digital marketing. Every two weeks, we'll be talking about subjects related to SEO, PPC, and Facebook advertising. Some of the industry's experts will be jumping in on the mic for each show with a different set of hosts every fortnight. This podcast is run by you, the listener. So reach out and tell us what you want us to talk about. All right, should we dive into the world of digital marketing? Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Impressive Digital Marketer podcast. My name's Anthony Engelman. I'm here today with one of my colleagues, Russ McCumber. Hello, Anthony. We're part of the digital strategy team and uh, our, our job is to talk to prospective new clients and see if they're a good fit for our business as well as theirs. And then we create the digital strategy for our delivery team to do the work. By the nature of our roles, we hear a lot of horror stories from businesses and their dealings with other agencies. We know the perception. We do. There's lots of stereotypes and, and unfortunately some of them are true. So today's episode, we thought it would be handy to give a guide on maybe some questions that you might want to ask a prospective digital agency. So a well-known fact around the office here at Impressive is that Anthony here, my esteemed colleague, is actually a very experienced stage and TV actor, uh, voiceover artist, performer extraordinaire. So we thought it'd be really cool to uh, help, you know, outline some of these questions if we did a bit of role play. What do you reckon, Anthony? Oh, I'm ready, Russ. I'm yep. ready. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Hello. Hello. Is that Russ McComber? Uh, yes, it is. Hi, Russ. It's Chad here from Vegas SEO. How are you today? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Chad. That's wonderful. Wonderful. I came across your website, Russ, and I noticed that you weren't on the first page of Google. Uh, Would you like more clients, Russ? Sure, Chad. If we can get you to the first page of Google, we can guarantee you the number one spot. Does that sound like something you'd be interested in? Uh, possibly. Fantastic. Where, where are you calling from again, We're, we're local. We're local-based. We're in Richmond in Melbourne. And we are here today to talk to you about you getting the right visibility for your website. Because SEO is really easy. Would you, would you believe that, Russ? Uh, I, I don't know, Chad. You're the... Um the expert, I guess. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So when I noticed the keywords that you weren't coming up for, you weren't coming up for strawberry yogurt Melbourne. Now, that is a keyword that really, really you can come up for within a matter of days, possibly hours. E excellent, Chad. Uh, I don't sell strawberry yogurt, but thanks for, no, thanks no, for no. the call. I understand that totally. Yes, of course. But social, social media is really, really not important for your SEO. You're, you're doing a lot on social media, Russ? Okay, thanks, Chad. I've, I've actually got to run. I'm oh, gonna... really? Oh, okay, I do too. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put together a plan for you to get onto the first page of Google within the first three hours. Okay. Then after about five to ten days, you'll be at the top in the number one position and getting lots and lots of traffic. And my question to you today, Russ, is what are you going to do with all that extra money? <laughs> all I need from you today is a credit card, and then we can get started on your plan. How does that sound? That sounds... Too good to be true, Chad. Fantastic. To... I'll start you off. It's four, five, six, four. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, fantastic. So what will happen now is one of my other colleagues will call you and they will put together the plan. Um, and once we start taking the money out, we'll stop. 
when you wake up to the fact that we're not actually doing anything. How does that sound, Russ? That sounds great. Thank you, Chad. Okay, great. Fantastic. Nice talking to you. You have okay. a great day. We'll see you at the top of the Google rankings. <laughs> Bye, Chad. Cool. So we've, uh, I'm sure we've all had those calls. Any business owner out there, you might get multiples of those calls in a week, in a day. You know, they tend to be from, you know, really vague, crackly lines, people telling you that they're local, telling you they're an expert, telling you they're going to do all sorts of amazing things. Telling you whatever you want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever they think you want to hear. Yeah. The amazing thing is, is that, you know, a lot of the time they don't even care what your actual business is. Yeah. Like we get calls here all the time asking if we want to be on the first page of Google. Yeah. Um, you know, we're a digital agency <laughs> and like literally they think oh no no you know we work with a lot of digital agencies and, and you can see them fumbling around but at the end of the day take everything they say you know with the appropriate you know ton of salt this is this whole podcast today is about the right sort of questions to ask yeah because yep. It, it, you know it seems to the to be to us that the, the fit needs to be on both sides 100 and you need to ha- you know and you need to have that visibility and that understanding and expectations are everything yeah you know especially so, when it comes to seo so that's why we use the seo as an example exactly it's the one thing that that person on the other end of the phone is always going to try to bamboozle you they're going to try to use big techie terms lots of jargon try to you know get your head spinning to the point where you just think oh god and the, th- the thing is like it sounds ridiculous that call but it's pretty much the way those scripted calls come out and like so many businesses especially small businesses who are just trying to get found fall for it they'll end up paying you know couple of hundred dollars a month or whatever the you know the SEO amount is and all of a sudden they're they're thousands of dollars down and there's there's no change in their business or in their website and and then digital agencies as a whole get tarnished with that dodgy brush yeah and it's a big dodgy brush it's a big one and you know then that's the thing that I speak when I speak to people and they say oh I'm paying 145 dollars a month um you know and I'm not getting anything it's like well you know, what do you expect? You know, the thing is, it's it's about the hours, it's about the the techniques that they employ, and it's about you know a lot of the things that really you know only a proper you know reputable company can actually execute on. Um, but people these days are scared, and people don't know any better, and so they they get they think well, if I'm not there, then yeah, my business my business is in jeopardy. Um, and you know, obviously, we want to make sure that we give everyone the right information. You know, and we do it. We're authentic. It's one of our, you know, one of the pillars of, of our of our business. Um, and you should make sure that the people you deal with are authentic as well. So do you want to get into some questions, Russ? I'll ask them and Yeah, go for it. Let's, you, I'll, uh, let's I'll play the role. And... I'll play the role of the prospective client. Yep. So, Russ, I have an e-commerce business. Yes. What is my expected return on ad spend? See, this is not an unfair question to ask, because if you're speaking to an agency, you should have some expectation that they've worked with e-com businesses before. You should have some expectation that they've got a bit of an understanding of how long it's going to take them to build the campaign, to start understanding the data, to start getting your return on ad spend. Especially with e-commerce. It's Especially all about the with numbers. It's the most straightforward. You give me a dollar, how many, if I give you a dollar, how many dollars am I going to get back? So um, I think a couple of things to look out for here is if they do like what I'm doing right now and talk for a long time and not actually give you an answer, <laughs> that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's just them trying to dance around the question. If they give you an answer which seems way too good to be true you know for every dollar you give me i'm gonna give you a hundred dollars back just sign up give me a credit card for those out there listening that's a hundred times return on your investment yeah that's that if it sounds too good to be true for any of these things if it sounds too good to be true guess what it's way too good to be true yeah it's not true so uh you should be asking questions you know around return on ad spend and they should be able to give you okay for businesses like yours e-com businesses with an average transaction value of you know say 100 to 200 dollars you should expect after you know, after the first three months to be getting, you know, maybe a three times 
four times. You know, somewhere in that sort of number, return on, on ad spend. But they should at the very least give you a number and give you a reason for that number with a time frame. And a range, at the very least, a range. Yep. So you can expect, because even with the new business, I mean, obviously, if you're an established business and you've been, you know, obviously in business for a while, you've got traffic, you've got history, you've got conversion. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's easy. We, we, you know, we obviously like to, you know, get look under the hood and check out what the analytics are saying. And then we work off that and we build from that. Yep. Um, but that's a really, really key question because if your marketing agency isn't giving you some type of a return, then yep. you know, what are they doing? They're yep. lining their pockets. All right, next question. Cool. Go I've it. got a lead generation business. Yes. What's the expected cost per acquisition? Okay, so this is a really good question. Now, firstly, before you ask that question, you probably want to know for yourself how much you're currently paying for a lead. So what's your CPA, your cost per acquisition? So do some homework on your own business. Figure out, okay, at the moment I'm spending X amount on AdWords and it's generating this many leads per month. So divide the, the spend by the amount of leads. That's how many, that's your CPA, that's your cost per acquisition. So if you've got that number in mind of, okay, well, it's costing me $90 per, per lead, per qualified inquiry, then great. Find out from, from the agency you're talking to, okay, with similar businesses like mine, what sort of results can I expect? What sort of CPA? Probably keep that, you might keep that CPA of your own up your sleeve for now because you want to see if they can give you a straight answer. Again, if they, if they ramble on for a long time without giving you a number, then you know, potentially they're just trying to scramble until, they, until you answer the question for them. So you want to get some firm numbers there. You want to get a really strong idea that they've got some experience in your space. And then you want to pin that number against your number and figure out, okay, well, am I better off doing this myself or can a digital agency actually get me better results? Yeah, which is our next question, funnily enough. But just on that quickly, um, you know, we don't expect you to have every answer for us. Like as a digital agency and we're interviewing you as much as you're interviewing us, it's not about having all of the figures and all of the, the, the key, you know, I guess metrics for us yep. to work with. But yep. if you know something, like be honest, yep. let us know. Because the more honest you are with us, the better we can do our job. That's true. So if you don't know the CPA, maybe you do know that on a $1,000 sale, you make a $200 margin. Yeah. If the lead is going to cost you $300, well, then obviously that's not going to work because it's costing you it's costing you money. Yeah, it's so you yeah. know your margins at the very least. So then you need to figure out what that CPA means compared to your margin. Yeah. And it, look, it's just basic you know, business practice to understand what the outgoings are and what the incomings are and, and what, what sort of profit margin you're making. I don't you know, want to know all of the details about what's in your bank account, but I need, we need to know that stuff. Um, and that's really, really key for me. Yeah. So the, you mentioned this before. Do I do the work myself or do I outsource to an agency like Impressive? Yep. This is a really key question because digital agencies, I mean, the thing with the digital agency is it, it's pretty easy to, for any one-man band to pop up a really whiz-bang WordPress website, which looks amazing. And they'll talk about their team of strategists and creatives and techs and all sorts of things. And they make themselves seem a lot bigger than they are. But what they are actually is one person who is outsourcing a lot of the work, which is, you know, maybe that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what, you know, they want to do. And if yeah, that's, they can if get results that. for that and they can be responsive. But my, my question to you is if I'm, if I'm, you know, got myself a business and I'm handing over, you know, a lot of the faith in my business to you. The keys to the, rel- the, keys to the business. Yeah, the metaphorical go, car. Do I want you giving those keys to someone overseas, to someone somewhere else? Don't I want to have a bit closer and interaction to the people working on my business. So if they do outsource, you know, the risk is there around who's actually doing the work, how ethical is that work getting done, how responsive are they going to be? What if I need something changed? What if I see something in one of my campaigns and I go, hey, Anthony, can you please turn this off because I've just realised an error? If they say to you, oh, yep, cool, no worries, I'll, I'll just, um, I'll action that for you, I'll get back to you in a couple of days. 
alarm bells. If it's going to take them a couple of days to make, you know, what should be a simple change, to turn off your AdWords, for example, then uh, they're not doing the work themselves. So these are the sorts of questions you just know that by having the person who's actually working on your campaign accessible to you, it just makes it a lot easier for you to uh, get that responsive and, um, and hopefully more quality work. And the other thing is that they're available for you to speak to and for you to actually, you know, engage with. Because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a strategist, but I'm not a specialist in any one particular area. And, you know, when we take our guys into meetings, like our specialist teams, our paid search guys, our SEO guys, they have insights. Yep. And, you know, there's only so many insights you can get when you're emailing, you know, an overseas company and you're sort of going, this is the program, da, da, da. It's not really, I guess, what you would want to call the, the optimal solution to your business and like, let's be honest, this is, this is your business. This is yep. your livelihood. So yep. why would you risk it? Yeah. And I think the thing is with digital agencies, there's, there's what those ones we spoke about at the bottom, I shouldn't say the bottom end, but at the smaller end where they, they project themselves Careful. from what they are. <laughs> and then you've got the ones, you know, potentially those big kind of warehouse factory style ones that you're probably not going to get the care and attention that you need. So if you can find an agency that is of good enough size that they're doing the work themselves so that then you're going to be short of quality and responsiveness, um, but also that you're getting that that care and that service that you need, that transparency, that's probably the sweet spot. Yeah, I think the service levels are key. I mean, obviously results, you'll get results, a range of results from, a, you know, obviously a lot of providers, but it's about the service levels you get and about the agility of the, of the teams. So another key question to ask is who owns the campaigns and the data from my campaigns? Yeah. Um, you know, Google Ad Manager, Facebook Business Manager and all those platforms. Yeah, this is a really crucial one we, and we hear this all the time. Quite often, businesses find out well after the fact that all of this money that's spent on advertising on Google ads, on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, building up all this media, all this data, building up, you know, building these campaigns, all these learnings, if they want to leave that agency, they only find out when it's too late that all of that data actually belongs to the agency and they call it their IP. Now, that is very much a, you know, yesteryear type practice for a digital agency, a, a, a Good agency in 2018, 2019, it's much more transparent. They're going to build those campaigns in your ad manager, your business manager. And you've got full visibility full on Full visibility across yeah. all of it. It means that any of the loans that come through, because you're paying for that. Like that media which you're paying for is your advertising dollars. Well, that's your business. That's like yeah. that's the digital, you know, digital, I guess, assets of your business. And yeah. as much as the physical assets or, yeah. you know, the IP of what you do, yeah. that, that is just as important. It's only yeah. going to become more important, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. I just liken it to like... You don't necessarily need to know how to do everything in there. Like I know myself, I've got no idea about cars. But if I take my car to, a, to my mechanic, I like to know that he's going to lift up the hood, point at a couple of things, and he's okay for me to see that. I've got no idea what he's pointing at. Well, like the yeah, mechanic but, that brings out the, you know, the pieces, the, you know, here's, here's all the old yeah. pieces from your car. And it's like, yeah. mate, you could have gotten them from anywhere, but at least you're making an effort. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, you know, on that, I guess it's about control and it's about understanding. And I guess for us, the transparency is very, very key and about, them knowing and it look it's it's okay to ask questions don't feel like if someone's saying to you why are you asking all these questions what do you want to know that that's the wrong answer okay so the question to ask there when you're talking to a digital agency is who owns the data from the campaigns that you're building who's business manager who's google ad manager are you building it are you building it in your agencies or you're building it in mine and you want it to be built in yours because it's 2018 well absolutely it's your business um and a couple of other questions to ask how much of the monthly retainer is media advertising spend and how much is the service fees? Why is that a good question I to ask? I, I, we've got a colleague here who um, has shared some from other agencies. I don't want to name names, but there's plenty go of on, other agencies. Go on, go on, name names. No, no, there's plenty of other agencies out there <laughs> who will just charge you a flat fee 
which includes retainer. So what it costs them to build and manage and maintain and report, et cetera, on the campaign. And also how much actually goes to ad spend. So they might say, cool, it's two grand a month. It seems easy because it's a nice, easy, digestible number. Two grand a month. But how much of that is actually service? How much is actually going to ads? Like it should be much more clearly delineated. There is a $1,000 service and you're getting $1,000 in ads or whatever it is. So if they just quote you one number and tell you it covers everything, alarm bells. You need yeah. to know the numbers. And the other thing with those agencies, a lot of them have their own reporting. I'm doing the two fingers thing, their own reporting systems. Yep. So you're not actually seeing what the actual money is being spent on. Yep. So they're skimming. Yep. There's no doubt. that Where they say they may be paying $1.20 for a, a click, yep. they might be paying $0.80. Cents. And over 1,000, 100,000 clicks, that's you know it, it adds up yep. for your business. So that's a really key one for me personally is to really make sure that you know what the service fees are, what the management fees are, yep. what they include yep. and what they don't include. And how much is actually media? That's how right. much How much airtime am I getting for these dollars I'm giving you? Exactly right. Um, another key question to ask an agency is, what does the onboarding process look like? What's going to happen next? Yep, that's a really key question because it is an important decision. You know, you want to know that, okay, if I do shake your hand and let's go ahead with this, are you then just going to take a payment and duck off, you know, on a holiday to Bali? <laughs> I want to know exactly what happens in terms of, okay, well, I sign up. Who do I meet? What is that process? What do you need from me? Yep. How long is that first meeting? Uh, what happens in the, in the weeks following? Have, or have I just given you my credit card so you can go on a holiday and then, you know, I'm just none the wiser. You want to go on a holiday, do you? You're actually talking about holidays I've said a lot. That a we don't go on holidays here. <laughs> we, work, we work very hard. Um, but that's a really good question because it, it, it goes to the expectations and it goes to you managing in, and making sure we manage the relationship, yep. you know, on both sides. Yep. Um, another key one is what does the reporting look like? We just spoke about, you know, reporting that's, um, you know, obviously not quite there. I think the yep. reporting needs to be really, really clear. Yeah, 100%. So you want to be able to have a quick look at your top line numbers really simply and easily. You want to have access to that, you know, at any time you like. Ideally, if there's some kind of dashboard, reporting dashboard, you can jump in and have a look at. That would be great. Outside of that, you know, what sort of reporting is my account manager going to deliver to me? Will it be explained to me? What if I'm completely got no idea about digital, about marketing, about any of this sort of stuff? Are you guys just going to send me a spreadsheet and just go, you know, good luck, work that out? Or do I actually get talked through it? So this is an important question, especially for those out there that aren't as confident in this space. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some reports and, you know, I work in the industry that I've been confused by. So I can imagine that if you're a business owner, it would absolutely be, you know, something that, yeah, you, you, you just switch off. And you know, after your first report or your second report, you'd be like, oh, I don't even know what that means. You're yeah. like, okay, the phone's ringing, it's all right. But you know, you should really, really understand exactly what the report does and it should have the key metrics that are important to you. And if you want some key metrics, if you want to know what a conversion is or what your, you know, your, your bounce rate is and, and that sort of thing, then you should actually ask to make sure that that's highlighted in your report. Um, yeah. The other thing was, you just mentioned it before, ask your agency who's going to be managing the day-to-day of the account and, and the communication with the client. That's a key one. 100%. Yep. So find out who's going to be managing it, what their contact details are, uh, what the the expected contact rate is. Yep. So that you've got some, you just don't want to go into these things flying blind. Well, yeah, that's right. And I guess a question that we get asked sometimes around here that, that we probably feel like maybe doesn't really need to be asked. And, you know, one, one that people might want to ask because they're just so, you know, obviously they want to know, how many hours will you be spending working on the campaign, Russ? Why is that not a question that you need to ask? A better question is how much money are you going to make me? You know, what sort of return on ad spend am I going to get? Like, what sort of ROI can I expect? Like, wh- why does it matter how long it takes them? I-, I know for a fact that my accountant is, like, silly expensive. I couldn't even tell you how much he costs. People always ask me, how much does your accountant cost? I don't know. All I know is that, is that before I started seeing him, I used to spend thousands and thousands and thousands more on tax than I do since seeing him. 
So whether that takes him one hour, 10 hours, 100 hours, I couldn't care less. It's I get a result. It. Yeah, it's worth it. It's about yeah. the results. So you pay for professionals, you know, real quality professionals to do quality work. Yeah, and look, and, it, and it'll be honest, like, you know, with yourself. I mean, do you, if, some, if you go and do a job, it takes however long it takes. It's not about how long that job takes. It's about all the years. Yep. That it took to build up the skills to do that job. There's the old, you know, the That's old, a Picasso the old story. yeah, the old plumbing story, and you know, with the plumber coming in and just fixing one tap, and it's like, well, hang on, that took you five minutes. Why am I paying you all this money? So, mate, it took me 15 years to learn which thing to do at, yeah. at that time. I mean, I'm not, you know, saying that, you know, it's all everyone's as skilled as a as a plumber or you know as an accountant, you know, like in business. But yep. if you've got the right agency. They'll know exactly what they need to do to get yep. you the right results, and at the end of the day, that's all you should be worrying about. Hundred percent. Yep. Well, any anything else? Anything else, Russ? You want to add to this list of questions that shouldn't be asked or should be? No, I think that I mean, I hope that the main thing people are getting out of this is that you just want to be prepared. You want to have some questions ready beforehand. Uh, you want to do a bit of homework on your own business, and also on the prospective agency you're working with. And you want to go in there feeling like you're going to come out of that conversation much more informed and not bamboozled. If you go out of that conversation with your head spinning, then, uh, you know, not a, not a great feeling and certainly not a feeling that makes you feel confident. Yeah. And I would say on that, you know, look, check out the reviews, check out all the, you know, all the sorts of, I guess, bits of information that are available. I mean, in the digital space, obviously, if you can't find them, you know, for the, some of the keywords that obviously you're looking up and they're in the digital space then they're probably not the right agency. You know, yeah. like if, if they're a half-decent agency, then they'll come up for yeah. some of the terms that, that they're, you know, obviously doing. Yep. I mean, if we're doing that for other businesses, then why wouldn't you expect that for the agency? And obviously the good ones will believe in that. Yep. But yeah, do your research is probably a key one for me and make sure that you know what you're actually looking for. In as much as you, you can, have your business done, have your business plan, you know, sorted so that we can actually then give you a good strategy because at the end of that, that's what you want, the best service possible. Yep. Anything else? If, you, if Look, if you dug this and, and you really like what, we, what we're talking about, feel free to give us a five-star review. And if you didn't, keep it to yourself. No one likes a uh, sad sack. <laughs> and if you've got any questions, any topics you'd like covered by the Impressive Digital Marketer, just email info at impressive.com.au. Shoot it through. We'll be happy to, to cover some, some new ground. But uh, awesome. Thanks, Anthony. That was fun. Thanks, Ross. You're great. Thank you.